my goodness, oh my damn, oh my goodness, they're going ham, oh my goodness, oh my damn, oh my goodness, they're going ham. Hello everyone, and welcome to the Sports Etc. Podcast. My name is Jeremiah Weintraub, and I'm here along with my co-host, Charlie Vogel. How are you doing today, Charlie? You know, I'm actually doing okay today. How about yourself, Jeremiah? Oh, I've had a nice, restful Sunday. You know, was a little bit disappointed with the Mets' loss, but other than that, it's been a good day. Well, what are we going to... Pirates' loss. What are we going to be doing today? What are we going to be talking about? That's a good question, Jeremiah. Today we'll be talking about MLB opening week takeaways. I think we should especially look at how long is the Trevor story? Is it just a paragraph or is it a career-long novel? We will also be talking about NFL pre-draft playoff predictions. We're talking to Buff Butch. We'll have his thoughts about the Warriors. We'll come in, in and talk talk about the Warriors. Then we will uh, talk about, has the cheating just begun with our fantasy baseball league? More on that. You'll hear about that. And then we'll talk about bad haircuts. And, of course, we'll have in our traditional closing. And if you are not a recurring uh, listener, then listen all the way to the end, and you will find out about what that is. All right, Jeremiah. What is What do you take away from this opening week? Well, you know, I, I really think... There's some rise of a couple new young stars. The obvious Trevor Story. But, you know, I think the Mets know Syndergaard's really been proving himself. The uh, the Blue Jays pitcher, Marco Estrada, he's had, and Marco Stroman, they've both had excellent outings last couple of days. You know, it's just, there's a lot of, there's a lot of it's kind of like, there's a lot of new new talent in the MLB. That is what I'm seeing. I'm seeing a lot of younger stars, and I mean, not a, not stars quite yet, but some a lot of young potential coming in. Kind of like the middle of last year, how you saw a lot of like Chris Bryant and Carlos Correa. You're starting to see that at the beginning of the year, and these guys are guys who maybe you didn't expect to do this well, such as Trevor Story and Juan Niasco of the Pirates. He also is doing is has a chance to do very good. And he's someone who, of course, was awful with the Rockies, and now he's getting another chance to start, and he's doing very well. And then, of course, you're getting. No Syndergaard is doing very well. But I'm also taking a few other things away from here. I see the Cardinals, they got swept by the Pirates. And then I know, like, are they, what do you, what's what's the state of the NL Central, Jeremiah? I mean. You know, especially with Schwarber's, with Schwarber's big injury, you know, I think that's a big hit to the Cubs. He was, I really think the, that opened the door for the Pirates to, to maybe sneak and win that division. I also... I think the Cubs are definitely going to make the playoffs, but the Cardinals, man, I mean, I know that they've been so consistent over the past few years, but they just don't look very good. They don't, exactly. Last year they had, like, their pitching was just outstanding. It, their whole team, offense was not very well, good, but their pitching just, like, carried them, like, all the way through. And then this year you don't see the same things. They, they didn't really add anything except Mike Leak and Mike Leak. His his year his ERA that he's probably gonna get this year is not even gonna be as good as the pirate. I mean, as the Cardinals team ERA was last year. It's just not gonna be as good. They really didn't do much to add on offense at and all. They lost Hayward. It's gonna be, they did. They actually lost more than they gained, in my opinion. And Adam Wainwright, he's getting up. I mean, he's not exactly a a young chicken anymore. 
He's kind of an age 10. Well, he's 32, but... But he's had a couple he's injuries, you know. Those injuries, they add up. He can't get the, Maybe that he can't true. get the same boost from his legs that he used to before, you know? Also, yeah, he just is not... He's just not looking the same right now. Another, some other teams that are really looking... They're looking awful. Are... The, the, the Padres just... They look horrible. They look maybe even worse than people expected. Like, they, I know they, they scored 12 runs today, but... They freak, I don't think the Dodgers didn't give up a run to them, and the Dodgers don't have some elite pitching staff. Besides Kershaw, uh, of course. I think the Padres already already really didn't expect to contend. I mean, I'm not, but they look even, they look like they might not win sixty games. That is true. They are looking very bad, and of course the Phillies. I mean, they're not looking very good either. But on the other hand, there is like some stuff for the that the. There's some bright lines for the Padres. I think that obviously this is gonna this is gonna be an uh, off year for them. But they obviously have Will Myers. He has. If, I mean, if he, this is kind of a year for him to kind of break out, you know, he gets to start at first base, and if he can do really well, maybe he can be kind of the, the center of the franchise. I mean, it's kind of just it's a year to test out some things for the Padres, kind of like the Phillies did last year, and they're gonna do this year. But from what I've seen, I think that the Marlins are looking pretty good. What about yourself, Jeremiah? I didn't know one and three was getting off to a good start. I didn't realize going one and three uh, warranted that. It does because I, I I was looking at a few things, Jeremiah, mm-hmm. and uh, I found out some few things. What's that? I found out that the Marlins, the Marlins do indeed still have Jose Fernandez. They do indeed still have him. Like, maybe a lot of people didn't even realize that he still exists. Like, he, maybe he, he, I mean, he didn't really get to opening day start. And, uh, but he's, yes, ladies and gentlemen, Jose Fernandez is still on the Marlins. He still exists. Also, Juan Carlos Stan is not hurt. He still exists too. And he's, he's hitting home runs already. Also, they, they have a Taiwanese guy in there. I think it's always good to have a little bit of a Asian, Asian persuasion in your uh, pitching rotation. So I, I like that about the Marlins. You know, they're getting diverse. What about the uh, Twins? Who I mean, a lot of people were saying they could definitely contend for a playoff spot, but they've gotten off to an zero and six start. Do you do you think this they can overcome this? Or I mean, because the Royal both the Royals and Detroit have only lost one game. I mean, are they just not as good as people expected, or do you think that, you, or do you expect them to bounce back? You know, I think that the Twins, this they obviously have the Byron Buxton, who could be, a, a lot of people actually compare him to Andrew McCutcheon, uh, due to, like, the, the kind of speed that he could bring, and the kind of, like, a young Andrew McCutcheon, because McCutcheon obviously had the speed, and also he had the kind of, like, double-digit home run power, and uh, he obviously could hit for, like, 280, and that's what they're kind of expecting from Byron Buxton. If he can do that, I think that, when McCutcheon first came up for the Pirates, he the Pirates like lost a hundred games. So I think that it's really the Paul Paul Twins' future is depending on kind of a Byron Buxton. Their pitching is just not good enough yet to contend, in my opinion. Mm. Well, speaking of low pitching teams with high offense, the Orioles are off to a five and zero start. Do you think that they can keep up this? Obviously, they're not going to go undefeated, but do you think that they can keep this 
like win win that division and go deep in the playoffs, or is their rotation just going to hold them back too much? Because when their offense is going, it, it might be even better than Toronto's. That is true. They bat for it's kind of a different offense, though. Of course, it's kind of like the hot speed, speed, and uh, stolen base, uh, and then you get some guys who have a little bit of power to drive them in. But I think that they're pitching. Wait, Baltimore the same as it was last year. Baltimore don't take any away from Baltimore. It, it's not they're not really built on speed. I, I mean, I, when was the last time you saw Pedro Alvarez run? He. Uh, Pedro Alvarez, he can be pretty pretty swift sometimes. No, but actually, Pedro Alvarez does not have a hit, and that's kind of a <laughs> thing that we could talk about. But uh, and he also doesn't have an ARB. He's been playing DH, and that's also that's, that's kind of a plus for him. At DH, I was like I was surprised to see that he hasn't made an error even at DH. That's how much <laughs> errors he made. Like I was really surprised about that. No, but I think the Orioles obviously they get to a, off to a hot start, and there's uh, teams that do get off to hot hot starts, but. Uh, they're not going to do very well this year, in my opinion. I don't think they'll finish last place, though. I think that's. I think that uh, the Rays may finish in last place, but I think that division is. All of them are going to be pretty close to five hundred, in my opinion. Yeah, that that's but not the, that's not a good division at all. It's not a good division, but it's not a bad division. You know, it has it's it's like all around is pretty mediocre. Yeah. Except, of course, the Red Sox. They. Uh, I don't know. I could. I really I don't, don't think they're the going to be very good. good. I don't think they're going to be very good at all. I don't either. I don't because I, obviously the talk of the offseason was David. They got David Price, and there's a really big deal about that. But then, if you look at the rest of the rotation, what is what is the rest of the rotation behind David Price? I don't even know. And I know. I know quite a bit about baseball. But they behind him. They don't. Their bullpen is is very good. But I mean, you 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 can't count on one starter to win you uh to win you enough games to win that division. I don't think. I don't think. I don't see them making the playoffs. I don't either. Um. I mean, they may, they could be a wild card team, possibly. Uh. Well. Let's go ahead and jump on to this um, Trevor Story. And what do you think? He obviously, I mean, maybe he can hit a home run every game, you know? He's been doing it. But do you see him keeping up, the, not like keeping up these power numbers, even though he never did this in the minor leagues? Uh, actually, he actually, uh, so obviously yesterday he did not hit a home run, which I was as bad a surprise as everybody else. But the thing with Trevor Story is he actually did show signs of power in the minor, in the minor leagues. He didn't show, like, this kind of power. But he shoot, he, shoot, he hit 20 home runs one year in the minor leagues. He, but the thing, about, the thing about him is, obviously, maybe he won't hit for a high batting average. He, not, he may strike out a lot. But there's one thing that a lot of people say about Trevor Story. I've been looking into I looked into I've been reading a lot of articles about him. And that he's always had power. It's always just had raw power. His swing produces power. So I think that he, obviously, why do I keep on saying obviously? I don't understand that, obviously. But Adrian Gonzalez last year started out very hot. And he hit a bunch of home runs, kind of similar to what Trevor Story is doing. But he ended up at the end of the year with 28. I think that Trevor Story is going to get 30 home runs. 
I don't think he's going to hit 40. I think he'll hit 30, and I think that he will be kind of something that the pod, I mean, the Rockies need because I'll, they don't really have Troy Tulowitzki anymore. They don't. They don't just. They just don't have the kind of star power they used to. I mean, I Carlos Gonzalez, you could say, is a superstar. I mean. Yeah, they have Arenado, I mean, they, they have hitters. Well, I mean, this is at Coors Field. You're going to have a few hitters. I feel, I just feel like Trevor Story is going to be something special. That's in my opinion. Career long or He's just not- this year? Like, do you think Do you think that Trevor Story is going to make the Blue Jays look good for trading away Troy Tulowitzki last year? Yeah, I think I'm, that... The I Rockies think that he, are not I think that... I think he will make all the Rockies fans forget about Troy Tulowitzki even exists. That's honestly what I'm gonna think. I mean, they didn't know I how to spell his last. Now they have a, Now they have a shortstop whose last name they know how to spell at least. Exactly. That's really gonna help them. And also, I mean, what? That's a good baseball name, in my opinion. Story. Well, it is. It is. But I also, want, I've uh, almost as good almost as good as Jumbo Jumbo Diaz. Who is still number one? Who still has the best name in baseball, in my opinion? But I, I do like Jumbo Diaz. Let me ask yes. you a question. Colorado, they have all the, they have, they have the offense. Like they have a bunch of, they have a bunch of guys who went top one hundred in most fantasy drafts. They have the defense. They have, they have quite a few Gold Glovers on that team. Their pitching, like always, is pretty. Their starting pitching isn't very good. Their bullpen's. Not great, but it's it's pretty good. I mean, it's it's not awful. It's not awful. Do you think that they have a chance to contend? And what I mean, in what looks like a very competitive NL West? No, the Rockies don't have a chance to contend. Their pitching is not. It it all depends on obviously. What, what? I don't know. Understand why I keep on saying obviously, 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 obviously. All right, that's out of my system now. I'm just gonna say. Something else besides all. Okay, okay. It's all going to depend on their pitching. It's always been pitching is their only thing that's hurt them. Ah, my gosh. Obviously. I'm just going to say it for now on. Obviously. The Rockies' bullpen is not. I mean, they have some Jake McGee in there. I mean, and Jake McGee could be pretty good. But it's going to depend on John Gray. In my opinion, it's just going to be all about John Gray. Can he be an ace of a staff at Coors Field, which is extremely hard to do? It hasn't happened since Ubaldo Jimenez, someone who'd be a very good pitcher. And if he can do well, and the bullpen can be decent, then I feel like the Rockies, they can be a team that hovers around 500. I mean, uh, they wouldn't be the first team to get to the playoffs almost completely on offense. You could say, I mean... A couple years ago, when the who am I thinking about? Well, the Royals never don't have an elite um, starting pitching. Like is the and they won the World Series. They did it. They have the bullpen, but I really think the Rockies have some good arms in there. The key for them is just keeping the ball on the ground. I think that a good person maybe for them to pick up. A good player for them to maybe pick up at the midseason, I mean at the trade deadline, would be Charlie Morton, who used to play for the Pirates. Extreme ground ball pitcher. He's on the Phillies right now. Yes, he's an extreme ground ball pitcher. 
And that's I'm, I don't understand why the Rockies really haven't looked into that. They haven't looked into. I mean, maybe maybe they have, but not not to my uh, knowledge that they haven't really looked into ground ball pitchers a whole lot, like uh, extreme ground ball pitchers. And I think they need to look in for some ground ball pitchers. I agree. That's that's really the key in that stadium is keeping the ball on the ground. Exactly. And if you can keep it on the ground. Then I feel like the Rockies, they could be a good team because they're always going to have the offense. Well, maybe because they play at Coors Field. I mean, I really think that their offense can even can travel now. Like, in the past, you know, their offense, it, it's been really good at home, but on the road, it's just it hasn't been as good. But, I mean, Story's hit most of his home runs away. I think Arenado can do it away. He He's proved that last year. Carlos, Carlos Gonzalez, Gonzalez can be average away. Yeah, I mean, even above average. You know, and the defense behind the pitching, that that really helps them too. They have a lot of really good defensive players. DJ Lemayhu, DJ Lemayhu, Gold Glover at second, Gold Glover second, yeah, exactly. Gold Glover at third. Charlie Blackman in center is very good. Cargo and right, he has a gun. He's won a couple Gold Gloves, I think. Yes, I think that that's why you need a ground ball pitcher because you have these guys who can field and the infield. That's even more of a reason to get ground ball pitchers if they can get a, a. good ground ball pitcher sometime in the season, which they probably won't. They probably won't do any of this. But if they do, they could be a good team. I think so, too. All right, Jeremiah. Do you have anything to say about Trevor's story before we move on? Besides, I actually, I wouldn't say that he's on my fantasy team. And I, pick, I was one of the very fortunate person people to pick him up the day before opening day. And he's been in my lineup every single day except one. That was the first day, but every single other day I've had him in there, and it's really paying dividends for me. And I tra- keep on going, Trevor Story. And I've, I've been trying to trade Trevor Story. I'm sorry. I've been trying to trade him because I really need pitching. But it hasn't been working out for me, and maybe it's for the best. Maybe it's I just need to keep Trevor Story. Maybe this is destiny, hopefully. All right, Jeremiah. You have any? Who do you think is going to make the playoffs in the NFL right now, as of now? Well, do you want to go division by by division? Yes, we should go division by division. That All right. The wild cards. Let's start in the. Um. I almost said National League East. I'm, I really have baseball in my mind, but no. It's let's talk. We're starting the NFC East. Who do you think is gonna make it out of there? you start this out, Jeremiah? All right. I really think the Giants really could. I mean, it's between them and the Cowboys to me. And I really think the Giants, with Eli Manning, Odo Beckham Jr., you know, I could, if they, especially if they draft like a Derrick Henry or Ezekiel Elliott, they'll have a really, they'll have an elite running game. They're deep, they beefed up their defense in free agency. I really, I can see them winning this division. What about you, Charlie? I agree with you. I think the Giants could be good. But it really all comes down to uh, Eli Manning. I mean, is Eli Manning going to be the Eli Manning that he's been in the past? Or is he going to be the Eli Manning that they need? The guy who's clutch. The guy who who could throw it with the best of them. Or is it just going to be the Eli, Man- the poor man's Eli Manning? The one who's just going to make the Giants hover around 500. 
is not really going to give you much playoff hopes. And you throw a lot of interceptions. Which Eli Manning are we going to get, Jeremiah? I think you're going to get the fourth quarter Eli Manning, who always steps it up a notch, you know? He, he always looks kind of silly, you know, in the, through the first three quarters. I think, I think he has someone always wake him up when the fourth quarter starts, though. And that's when he usually can kick it up a notch. But all right. Also, I'd like to. I think the Eagles could all be a sleeper team in there because they don't have Chip Kelly anymore, and that was kind of hurting them. And maybe even the Redskins could win it again, but they didn't really do much to add. But if they can get something in the draft, some kind of defensive player, maybe things will do good for them. All right, let's move to the NFC North. I'm gonna pick. I think if if. Jordy Nelson stays healthy. I think that's Green Bay's division to lose. I really think that with him and like their offense is a lead again, and their defense is just getting better. You know they have a bunch of young players in there. It's just getting better. Uh, yeah, I agree with you. I think it's a Packers division. I think the Vikings. I mean, they obviously won the division last year, but it's going to take progression from Teddy Bridgewater from the, for them to win the division again. They need more progression from Teddy Bridgewater. Buff Buff Butch, you know, I think he he, he already thinks that uh, Teddy Bridgewater is better than Ben Roethlisberger. He constantly said that to me. And Buff Butch, he's pretty stubborn. He also tried to say Derek Jeter was a better fielder than Ozzie Smith. That's ridiculous. He tried to tell me that. He tried to tell me that. He wasn't even an elite defender. He was not. It's a fact that... that he was an average defender towards the middle of his career. Maybe the, when he was younger in his career, he was a little bit above average. Then he was average. And then towards the end of his career, he was below average. A lot of people don't know that. The, the, the peripherals say Derek Jeter was not a Hall of Fame level fielder. He did not get in the Hall of Fame for his field. He obviously got in for his batting, his clutchness, his leadership. I mean, he actually isn't even a Hall of Fame yet, but I mean, the reason that everybody thinks he's a first ballot Hall of Famer, which he mostly he will be, is because of these things, not because of his defense. So Buff Butch, I don't think the Vikings will win. I think the Green Bay Packers will. Because they have Aaron Rodgers, and they have an elite QB. And Teddy right. Bridgewater needs to step it up if he wants to win that division the again. The NFC West, I think the Cardinals, I mean, they didn't really lose anybody, anybody key. And I just think that they're, they're just... With Patrick Peterson and Tyron Matthew back there in the, in, in the secondary, I think that's probably that's one of the, that's a top tier secondary, and then they have one of the best offenses in the league. I think I think they're going to win it easily again this year. All right, that's a, that's a good point, but I think the San Francisco 49ers have a chance to win this because they have Chip Kelly. <laughs> you just said that the Eagles have a chance because they lost him. Exactly, I think that Chip Kelly always was destined for the San Francisco 49ers. Is it because he's gay? Yeah, he, he'll fit in very well in San Francisco. I mean, he all, Philadelphia was kind of rough on him because they didn't like gay guys. But now he's in San Francisco, and, you know, they really welcome gays there. They do. All right, what about the NFC South? Do you think the Panthers will repeat? Uh, oh, it's, a, it's the Panthers, obviously. They really haven't lost anybody. It's going to be the Panthers. I think... They'll run away it's with it again. Pretty much the same exact team, but they're a year they're a year older, and there's any not anybody on the team who's really a lot older. All they need is some wide receivers. And well, with Kelvin Benjamin coming back, they just that could solve the problem. That could immediately solve the problem. 
I think you need another kind of veteran wide receiver, maybe in the draft. I mean, obviously, you're not going to get a draft in the draft. In the uh, you're not going to get a veteran player in the draft because that would make no sense unless there's like a 35 year old, thirty. I mean, a thirty year old in the draft. That'd be a pretty good guy to get. If there's any thirty year olds in the draft, that'd be a very good idea for the Panthers to draft a thirty year old wide receiver in there. All right, let's move over to the AFC. What what do you think about the AFC East? I mean, you obviously know who I'm going to pick, but the Patriots are going to run away with it like they do every year. Just I think that I think the Jets have a chance to win it this year. Even and also all the Buffalo Bills, I and also the Miami Dolphins. I think it's it's in anybody's division at this point. Tom Brady's getting really old. He's gonna he's just getting old. No mm-hmm. Belichick's getting crazy getting crazier. Aaron Hernandez is still in jail. I think that this is I think that this is definitely New York Jets year. Really? Are you sticking with that? Yes, yeah, so I think if all three teams just team up, I think they could definitely they could definitely do it together. It's like <laughs> all of them just get together <laughs> and put all their star players on one team. Maybe, maybe they could beat I the Patriots. The, well, once one's playing the Patriots, I think that's what they should do. <laughs> Who would they be the quarterback of that team? Who would be the quarterback of that team? Ryan Tannehill. Nah, uh, I think that they're they're gonna try and uh, Tyrod Taylor. Yeah, Tyrod Taylor, he'd be pretty good. I think Ryan Fitzpatrick, you know, he could do something. Mm. He's not on the Jets. I know he's not on the – I thought – what team is he on again? He's not on a team yet. He might retire. He's going to go back to the Jets, I feel. Geno Smith could do something. Yeah, yeah, he could. That's one thing I agree with. He could do something. <laughs> <laughs> I really think well, – he needs to get out of that city. I feel like they should trade him to Texans, and let it, let him let him go to the Texans. You know, no, the Texans already obviously they obviously filled their filled their woes. With who? I forgot. Oh yeah, I forgot they signed Brock Osweiler. And they're paying they're paying him eighteen million dollars a year. Maybe he can go to the Broncos then. Actually, no, I wouldn't can like you that. Deny the, can you deny? Can you deny the Buffalo Bills offense? I mean defense. Yes, you, you can. It's, it will be. They lost. <laughs> they lost um, Mario Williams. They don't need they don't Mario Williams. They don't have after, any after great Mario, linebackers. They don't need Mario Williams. I can't think they of any Mario linebackers after the game. Miami Dol- They're not going to need any after the Miami Mar- Marlins. I mean, the Miami Dolphins loan the loan them a Dominus Sue. Oh, you're going to loan them a Dominus Sue and Jarvis Landry. And also, they're gonna, yes, they're going. There's going to be a lot of loaning in here, and also, I feel like that can. Re- I mean, this—that's a great idea. I really, I really solved the AFC's problems. I just solved all their problems. All right. Well, let's move on to the you're North. Also, you're going to pick the Steelers because their offense is elite AFC and South. their defense is getting better. All right. We got past your pick. I'm going to go with the Ravens. I really think that they're going to be much improved next year. They're going to, you know, you can never count the Ravens out. I really don't like the Ravens. This is ridiculous. This is ridiculous. I really think their defense is going to be the best in the division. They're gonna figure. They're gonna figure stuff out. Joe Flacco is gonna come back better. I, re- I, I I I see the Ravens winning that division, or maybe I Bengals win it for like you. the fifteenth time in a row. <laughs> no, because everyone knows. Everyone knows Le'Veon Bell's gonna get hurt in week six. In week sixteen, isn't gonna be pl- able to play in the playoffs anyway. We already. Saw, did you see the? Uh, speaking of which, 
Love you, I'm Bell. Did you see D'Angelo Williams' Twitter war with Vontez Perfect? Did you see it? No. Well, I'm sorry you did not see it because D'Angelo Williams won it. Really Vontez Perfect might honestly come over there and shoot him. He, but he, D'Angelo Williams, he's chill out. <laughs> <laughs> D'Angelo Williams was taking direct <laughs> caution, and it ended up the end of it ended up being Vontez Perfect blocking D'Angelo Williams. But anyway. Let's move on to the AFC West. Who do you have there? The AFC West, I have the Broncos again. Oh, but, wait, wait, but I completely pick. disagree. I have the Oakland Raiders also. I really feel like the Oakland Raiders could do win the division this year. I think the Oakland Raiders are going to win that division. I mean, but the defense is still intact with the Denver Broncos. Uh, but they, who, Mark Sanchez is the starting quarterback right now. You're sticking with Mark Sanchez. No, I feel like they're gonna def- they're gonna get another quarterback somehow. Mm. All right. And what about the what about the, the AFC like South? Who you have down there in the South? Down in the South, I think the Colts could have a chance, but I think the Texans are gonna win it again this year. Yeah, I do too. I think Texans are gonna be really good. The Colts, they do not have. Uh, they have Andrew Luck. Andrew Luck's really good. I'll Andrew say Luck. I'll say that, but they don't have much much else. That is, they really don't have much else. T.Y. Hilton. I mean, think about this: New York, the New Orleans Saints had Drew Brees. Yeah, they. But that, and they got a, they got a seven and nine record. That's what elite QB will get you by himself: a seven and nine record. This is true. All right, who do you have in the wild card in the American, in, or in the AFL, AFC? And AFC, and the wild card. Uh, I think that I have. The New England Patriots. They're good. And and the Cincinnati Bengals. Oh, okay. You said you're leaving the Raiders out of the playoffs completely then. Yeah, because I, I really feel I just don't I just don't feel like Derek Carr, I don't think he can do it. He's gonna run out of gas. He <laughs> get it because he's a car. <laughs> Yes, All exactly. Right. I think that it's going to be the probably the Steelers and the Jets. That's a good prediction. Well, actually, we'll come back to those after the draft. Maybe we'll talk about it. Yeah. The Cleveland Browns could obviously. The Cleveland Browns <laughs> have RG three. Did you forget about that? Did that count? Did they counter did. any of your decisions? It made it made them go from zero and sixteen to negative one and seventeen. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I didn't even know it was possible. I, Johnny Manziel, if Johnny Manziel does indeed go to the Broncos, I mean, that he could win the division for them. I really don't think so. He'll probably come in 2017. Maybe they'll take a year off this year, but they're definitely winning it all in 2017. All right. What about in the NFC? Who do you have as your playoff of your wildcard teams there? Uh, the Minnesota Vikings, because I still feel like the Minnesota Vikings are – I'll be good enough, you know. And also, I also the Seattle Seahawks. The Seattle Seahawks are always very good. It, it seems this in recent history, and that they still have a pretty good defense that could actually be even better than it was last year. I, I I'm picking the Seahawks as well, but I'm going to go with the Dallas Cowboys as the second wild card team. I, I think with like the Dallas, if Des- I, I, Dallas Cowboys are done. No, I don't, Dallas with Tony Romo and Des Bryant healthy. 
they'll get back to how they were the year before last. Also, Antonio Brown, before we leave the NFL, we're talking about it. Antonio Brown is going to win Dance with the Stars. With your votes, of course. So go vote for Antonio Brown Dance with the Stars. I'd appreciate it. Okay. And so would Jeremiah. No. I'll vote for me. I'm one of the professional dancers, you know? We don't even want to get started about how good of a dancer Jeremiah is. If he was on Dancing with the Stars, he would have already won it. But he's not on it yet. All right, so should we call up Alex and get get his? Hey, whoa, whoa, Who was Alex? We know Buff Butch. Buff Butchie? Yes, Buff Butchie. Yes. All right. You can listen in as as we as we try to get him on the line. Let's see if he answers. Hello. Hello. Is, is this Buff Butch? <laughs> yeah. Oh, thank. Oh, we want to thank you for being on the show. We know the Warriors are in a big game right now. We want to we want to thank you for yeah. uh, for for taking a little break and coming to talk to, with us a little bit. Yeah, you're kind of interrupting him, man. All right. Can you give us a little? Yeah. Can you give us a little update, please? Oh, all right. So, like, like five minutes left in the fourth quarter. So, I mean, they're doing pretty well. All right, that that sounds good. But do you think that Spurs go Spurs? Do you think that they can get this? Do you think they can get the record and and pass the Bulls for the best record in MLB his or I mean NBA history? Man, you're really on the MLB um, on Jeremiah. I mean, if they get past the Spurs through tonight, then yeah, I feel like they can. But I feel like tonight's their biggest challenge. Hmm. Hmm. Do you think that they can take this momentum all the way to a championship, or do you think that them putting all their effort in this late in the season is going to hinder them in the playoffs, and maybe they lose to, to the Spurs or the Thunder or one of the other teams in the West, or Cleveland Cavaliers in the championship? Oh, well, I, I uh, told myself just the other day or so, um, when they lost to the Timberwolves, that, like, I, I didn't... I didn't think that the record was all that much important because the thing that they go for really in the league is championships. I mean, that's what everybody's known for. I mean, yeah, you can break records and stuff, but your team's only going to be there for a little bit, and then somebody's going to come and get you. If you're a champion, nobody can take that away from you. You can't be the best team ever if you don't win the championship. That's what I think. Exactly. So, uh, oh. I didn't. I felt the like they won that loss at the Wolves, and I didn't see the point of going for a record. But now that they're this close, I think go for it. Mm, yes, I, I I see your your point of view. Who? But who do you yeah. think the biggest threat is in the playoffs to the to the Warriors? Is it the Spurs or is it someone else? I, I really feel like it's the Spurs. It's the Spurs. I mean, the Thunder Thunder put up a big put up a good challenge, but you have to look at it there. The Thunder, I don't think they've beaten them this year. They beat them once. The they beat them once. I'm pretty sure. And they beat them once. Yeah. Uh, but the Thunder, they've or not, not the Thunder Spurs have really uh, kept them low scoring at at, at uh, the Spurs home, and that might that might help the Spurs to get by them ultimately, but. I feel like the Spurs would uh, give them the biggest challenge in the playoffs. No, not like not somebody from the East. You don't think that like Cleveland I, can challenge them in the I championship? 
I don't feel like anybody. Well, I mean, of course, LeBron. LeBron's a different kind of player in the playoffs. He it kind of takes it easy in the uh, regular season, and then the postseason he comes out and puts on a show for everybody. But honestly, I don't see I don't see anybody in the East really giving the Warriors a fight except for maybe if, if the Celtics could get to like the championship, which I don't really see that happening. But or even the Raptors. I can see the Raptors getting them a good series in the finals, but mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't think the Cavs will. I mean, it'll be a different series if Kevin Love, because remember the the Cavs didn't have Kevin Love last year, so the also they didn't have yeah, Ky- but, didn't have Kyrie. Either. But they, but they did. They the, had they had all those players in that, uh, that uh, Christmas Day rematch, and you saw how that went. They that's that's one game. That's yeah, game. and like you said, LeBron, he's a different player in the playoffs. You know, he is a different player. He is, but he almost he almost won. He almost single-handedly won a few I games mean, there last year. In the mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I don't know, because the the Warriors. I mean, tonight they're probably they're probably trying pretty hard. You know, trying to get the record, and that might wear them out. That's like. The, like, they're obviously the best team, but that's one thing that I'm concerned about for them is that they're spending all their energy right now in the regular season when they maybe... Like, will, will they be bold enough to rest players in, like, the first series? Uh, I don't know, because, I mean, it depends on who they're playing in the first series. And right now, it looks like it will be Utah. Because Utah has been given... Golden State, the uh, a big challenge the last couple of games they played, and so I don't, I don't really see them resting against Utah. Mm-hmm. Rudy Gobert, Gobert, Gobert. I mean, could give, could definitely give the Warriors some problems because they don't really have elite big men, yeah, and Rudy Gobert, yeah, is, uh, he's but a tall guy. Also, um, the Warriors they, when they played Utah, like Charlie said, and they didn't have any answer for Gobert. Mm. They didn't have they didn't have sensitive though. He was hurt, and he, he's a really good big. He's a rebounder, and he's a good defensive player. Yeah. Well, well, we want to keep you on the line for our next segment, if that's okay with you, or, or if you if you need to get back to the game, that's fine too. No, I'm, I'm I'm looking at it right now. All right, all right, Charlie. What what are we talking about next? Well, this is that's a very good question, Jeremiah. We're gonna be talking about bad haircuts. No, whoa, whoa, whoa. Actually, whoa, whoa. We're not talking about bad haircuts. Just yet, yet. Just yet. Just yet. I'm very excited for that. We're talking about has the cheating just begun in our fantasy baseball league? Well, as some of you may know, probably none of you know, but Ian is a big country. Country Ian. Country Ian. Country Ian is a humongous cheater. Like, there's. I've never seen a bigger cheater in my life. Like, he's like Barry Bonds. Like taking steroids, Before. during that bat. I mean, it's just it's just ridiculous how much he cheats. And he, the ch- last year we already knew he cheated, but for some reason we decided to let him be general manager. You, uh, I mean, commissioner. You kicked me again. out. You kicked me out of being league manager. That's because you were cheating more than Ian. I was not cheating. I was joking around saying I was joking around. Ian actually does it. Technically, Jeremiah did not cheat yet. But Ian is I, mean, I, just, I, I think it's funny how uh, Kevin was laughing about how he was going to play, or he's playing me the first week and ended up beating. Yeah, but I mean, like Ian, he does stuff like 
first of all, he just screws people over in trades. He doesn't even like try to make it fair. He, like, and he just he he just offers so many trades. Like, I get on average twenty trades a day from him. I decline every single yeah. one. Yeah, he sends so many trades. It's crazy. And then as like I it's uh, I think Wyatt might have accidentally pressed accept, and then Ian <laughs> Ian just no, goes. Ian just goes in there and his league manager automatically puts it through. He doesn't give anyone a chance to veto. He doesn't give anyone a chance to uh, reject it or whatever. Yeah, I feel like that's really cheating. I think this tyranny needs to end. I think that somebody needs to step... Like last year we had the put, up, the put out scandal. You, you, you always yeah, see that the cheating always benefits him. It always benefits him. But he lost, he, ladies and gentlemen, Ian has lost his week one matchup, though. Yeah, he has. Even with all his cheating, he still lost. <laughs> <laughs> and Charlie, do you want to tell your pickup story that he, that he did? The pickup story? Yes. Well, this, I'm actually, I'm still angry about this. I'm still fuming, but since he lost, I'm actually a little bit, I'm, I, I mean, I've, it's alleviated just a little bit, but I'm still very angry. Well, I... I was I saw my pitching is very awful. Like my pitching is like awful. Like I don't have any good pitchers. Like not not at all. So I saw like one of the so some idiot dropped Louis Servino. I was like, oh man, Louis Servino. Like he'd be really nice to have to have on my team. Like as like, he's a he's a high upside pitcher. I could have on my team. I was pretty excited. And I was number one on the waiver wire because I had the last pick. I'm number one on the waiver wire. So you know what I did? I picked up Louis Servino. And said, "All right, you will get Louis Servino tomorrow morning." All right, I look, I look at my team to see if Louis Servino is on there, and it says, "Oh, Louis Servino has been added to your team." But then, for some reason, I check on my team; he's not there. So I'm looking around, and guess whose team he's on? Ian. Ian's team. And he obviously went in as league manager and took him away from you. Exactly. All right, guys. I was number one on the waiver wire. He was number ten on the waiver wire, by the way. Ten. We saw the lead setting change right after he added him. Is that are you? He he's always he is changing league settings a lot, and he took us. And he never says what the league settings about. I think we need our listeners to take a stand. His Instagram is Ian underscore Rose, but the O is a zero. And then it's the number one. I think you need to go to him and comment on his pictures and DM him and just say, just calm, just, just, just say, just say a couple words. Just say, we hate you, country Ian. Just put that. I think that will really help everybody. That'll, that'll bring justice to the situation. And also, if you see his house, you could also, if you ever find his house in the phone book or something, just burn it down. Yes. <laughs> Yes. All right, the other day, me, Ian, and Charlie were debating something, all right? Mm-hmm. And I think one way, and Charlie and Ian think the other way, and I'm going to you for this. All right, I'm ready. All right. Um, Charlie and Ian believe that Ozzy Smith is a better defensive player than Derek Jeter. We actually talked about this earlier in the podcast. Ozzy Smith is so much of a better defender than Derek Jeter. Ozzy Smith is probably the best defensive shortstop ever. 
Derek Jeter was like above average when he came up, but he became below average. He was below average. He, ne- he had like no range. Derek Jeter had. Like- There were good Schwartz at all. No. He was, like, he was like the best one at that time. Because there was like nobody else. But now, Derek Jeter was better than Ozzy. Yes, he's a better player. Probably overall he was, but not defensively. There's no way he was defensively. There's a really, Ozzy Smith, they called him the wizard. The wizard. You don't see anybody calling Derek Jeter the wizard. They see him call him the captain, not the wizard. Because Ozzy Smith was like a wizard out there. Okay, but they named a month after Derek Jeter. They didn't name a month. No, he was named after a month. There's a big difference. Same thing. Same thing. There's there's lots of people who are named after months. I know like 15 Aprils, a couple Mays, you know? There's several people (laughs) named after months. Ozzie Smith was named after a month. I mean, but Ozzie Smith was definitely a better defender. There's just... You're really losing credibility with our listeners right now, Buck Butch. <laughs> like they're very hard. They're very hard on on people. You know, they were a big part in banning Ian, Country Ian. He's still banned, by the way. He's still banned. Just in case you're wondering, Country Ian is still banned. All right. Well, I just wanted to bring that up too. Keep on going with whatever. All right. What what are we what are we talking about next? Oh, we no, Butch. You gotta stay in the line. You gotta stay in the line. You gotta stay in the line. What? We have one more segment. This one we wanna we wanna talk about. This is not a sports related thing. We're talking about bad haircuts. Is what we're talking about. Bad Butch, haircuts. You, uh, you have any you have any stories about bad haircuts, Buff Butch? Uh, I mean, I've had a couple of my uh, haircuts that I've had. I mean, like it hasn't hasn't been anything really crazy. I mean, I know Jeremiah has one that was pretty bad with his. Capital. <laughs> when he, uh, freshman year, he let the uh, senior cut his hair bald or cut yes. off his hair off. That was not good. You don't <laughs> see that anymore. You see, would any freshman this year on the baseball team, Buff Butch, would they let anybody shave their head? I, I, I don't think anybody would let us shave their head, to be honest. Nobody, see, nobody's as, as no, cool as me. Nobody's as funny. Exactly. Nobody trusts us as much as Jeremiah did. <laughs> I really, I really thought that brought the team together. It did. That was a bonding <laughs> experience. All right. What about I you, Charlie? Been... Have you, have you had any bad haircuts? Actually, yes. I just got one. You just got one. Yes. And Buff Butch, I don't need you. I don't need any crap tomorrow. You need a haircut. Actually, do you think it's bad? No, I, I think if you put some gel in it, I think, I think you can really style it. I don't know, but it's just shaved on the sides. I don't know, but like I, I really never had any kind of shaved thing going on here. And I didn't even want it. It was a free haircut. You see, it was free. And when people say it's free, that automatically means like, oh, it's free. But with a haircut, I'm not too sure about like free haircuts because there's some bad things that could happen during that's free. That's true. That's true. Well, who do you, who in sports do you think has the worst haircut right now? No, Charlie, you can go first. Uh, I don't know who. I mean, I'm trying to think about this. But I, before I'll, you can come back to me, but I do have something for the best haircut. I think that John Jaso has some pretty nice locks going on. Mm. Well, for best, 
I gotta go no Syndergaard, man, because he he really looks like Thor with his hair. He's, he's got some locks. What Butch, about who do you think has the best? Yeah, who do you think has the best? Uh, Butch. Uh, best haircut. Um, honestly, I probably have to go with the going as well. I, I do like his hair pretty good. It's good night. It is. I thank you. Thank you for agreeing with me, Buff You're Butch. Welcome. All right. Well, I, I, what's a bad haircut? I think that there's some people with some bad haircuts. I have, I have mine in mind, but you can go ahead, Charlie. Alright. I feel like... Brandon Phillips has a bad haircut. Mm. I feel like... Also, Joey Votto has a bad haircut. Not, it's all sports, not just baseball. I also feel like... Jay Bruce has a bad haircut. <laughs> Are you just naming I NL also, players? NL Central I, players? I, also I feel, feel like you're just naming Reds. <laughs> Well, all right. Well, for, for mine, this is a guy who who used to have some pretty cool hair, in my opinion, but now it just looks horrible. And I think you agree with me on this, Buff Butch. But uh, Andrew McCutcheon, man, last year oh, he, he just looked so bad. He looked so he was so ugly with his new haircut. I disagree with this. He was just so ugly. I don't understand. First of all. Like, he used to look so cool with his dreads coming out of his helmet and everything. But now he just. dreads are still in existence. He just looks like, he kind of looks like a chicken existence. now. And my, like, I looked at him the other day when I was watching the Pirates play the Cardinals. And I thought, man, that guy looks like a chicken. He doesn't, he doesn't look like the same person. No, he doesn't. He doesn't look like uh, MVP. I'm, and He doesn't look like. He, he doesn't look. He does not look like an Andrew McCutcheon who can win a playoff game, in my opinion. <laughs> but I'll, I'll give you oh. I'll give you my two because I'm thinking of two right now alright probably, probably like this guy's a legend kind of Dennis Robin. oh he did have some pretty ugly hair he, he did he, I mean if, if he wouldn't have colored it so much it would have been fine but you know it was like white, red, blue it was crazy he, it, he, he, that he, was he, some bad hair in there, he was putting in it and then the other guy who I'm thinking of is uh, Jacob DeGrom's hair it comes out at the neck, and it just it makes it look a whole lot different. I mean, I, I, can agree, I agree with you. I, agree. I really love Jacob DeGrom, but he is a weird-looking guy. Just in general, he's a pretty weird-looking guy. He is a weird-looking guy. He's a heck of a player, but he's, he's a weird-looking guy. I mean, yeah. like His I smile, like he kind of looks... I don't know. Michael Jordan also has a bad, some, had some bad hair. He's just so bald. He's so bald. <laughs> Oh, hey, would y'all like an update on that Golden State Warriors game? I just, I saw they won. Yeah, they did win. They won. It was San Antonio's <laughs> first home loss. Score? Yeah. What's the first final home score? Loss, and now they have to, they are tied for the most wins in NBA history in a, in a combo regular season. Warriors won 92 to 86. Yes, they did. All right, Alex. We want to, we thank you for, uh, for giving up watching the end of that game to come talk to us. We really appreciate it. And also, I could, I you are welcome anyway. back to the show. Oh, what? Yes, we we really appreciate you calling in. Unlike when we, well, unlike when Ian called Country Ian, he was awful. You were you were you were a great caller. Thank you, man. I try to be. All right, thank you. Well, we'll talk to you later. All right, man. I'll see you. See you. All right, all right. So let's move on to our recurring segment, our tradition. What's been pissing us off this week, Charlie? What's what's been what's been grinding your gears? What's been grinding my gears? 
Well, that's a good question. Every single week, something's always grinding my gears. Well, this week, it has to be cheating. Like, just cheating in general. Like, what's the point of cheating? Like, why do you have to cheat all the time? And what, I mean, there's, uh, cheating in moderation is fine, but cheating all the time, it just gets old after a while. Like, at some point, can you just, like, not cheat? And also, I hate when people, like, when they, when, like, they're about to lose, or, like, their team's not good, or something in fantasy baseball, or anything, they have to make sure it changes. They have to make sure. They cannot, like, do it the fair way or something. They have to do it the illegal way. Well, like, like, like you that. said, a little bit of cheating. There's no problem with a little bit of cheating, right? No, not at all. Like, I, actually, I mean, you spy on a couple teams right before the Super Bowl, that's fine. You deflate some footballs, I think that's all good, <laughs> you know? <laughs> but just being excessive about it. You can't be excessive about it, you know? Yeah, do it like every other Super Bowl. <laughs> like, just, just once every five years, and it's, it's all good. Exactly. When some team has an edge on you, just like maybe like this year the Patriots, something there will be an edge. Some team will have an edge on them, but they're gonna be like, you know, we really could just like go and spy on them or deflate for some footballs, or you know, we could even like put some like pine tar on our hands, or maybe put some butter on our jerseys. But you know, we're not gonna do it this year. We're just gonna wait five years. Exactly. But, exactly. But all right, I'll move on to mine. Well, last night I saw the Superman versus Batman movie. I thought it was pretty confusing, but I liked the ending, you know. I thought it was I thought it was alright. But what really what gets me, what grinds my gears, is in most freaking in most like movies and in st- comics books and stuff like that, like if it's a Batman comic book, even though Superman he's just like a minute fly away, he never comes to help Batman. Like what is he why is he so much better than why can't why can't they come help each other? If they just live like a couple cities apart, you know? Or what, like, why can't they come help each other when like the Joker's acting up? You know, I don't under, I don't understand that at all. And also, Superman could easily kill Batman. Like he really could easily kill him. Like yeah, all but, he has to do is punch him. Nope, you didn't watch the movie, man. Superman, he tried. You know, he really was trying. But Batman, he's just so well prepared. You know, he's like he's like freaking he's a Chinese guy preparing for a test. You know, he he just he's got it. all right um i think that's about wraps up our show this week do you have any closing statements charlie yes i do i have a few things to say really quickly uh we will have i think that we'll have four episodes posted a lot a lot will we not yes this have a lot because there's been been some problems or something we've taken some weeks off taking some weeks off and then i'm able to post them but now they will be back and hopefully you guys will binge watch. It's kind of like Netflix, you know? Like, we're going to release them all at once. Binge yeah. listen. Closing, oh, and also follow us on all social media. Maybe you are. If you listen to those other episodes, I'm sure you also know where to go and do that. Yes. And be sure to listen in next week because we'll have a show then. Thank you. And have a good night. Oh, my goodness. Or good morning. Oh, my goodness. Oh my goodness, oh my damn, oh my goodness.